You're probably not answering because you're with your fucking drunk ass. Well, I'm drunk, but you're probably with the fucking dumbass bitch. Fuck you. Like, I literally fucking hate you. I hate that I fucking deal with you. I hate that I even fucking... I, I literally blocked you, but I unblocked you to tell you how much I fucking hate you. Like, I hate that you fucking turn me into this fucking female that I am. And I'm not even this fucking type of female. Like, I, I'm fucking chill as fuck. Like, I'm a fucking... Like, everybody fucking likes me. Every fucking nigga I fuck wanna fucking love me and be with me. You the only motherfucking bitch that don't want to. And I fucking hate you. I hate you for that shit. You wanna fucking be with a fucking nothing ass bitch that don't even fucking want you? Cause what? Y'all done put so many years into that shit and the bitch don't even give a fuck about you. Just like you don't give a fuck about that bitch. That's why you came and fucking found me. And let that be the reason why I fucking hate you. I fucking hate you. You didn't fucking answer the phone right now? Why? Because you was a fucking raggedy ass, weak ass, pussy ass bitch on your motherfucking birthday? I hope she give you the worst motherfucking head ever. I hope that you get the whack ass pussy that you motherfucking deserve, bitch. Fuck you. I hate you, bitch. alcohol involved hey, or did that just come from the heart yeah, that came from the heart right there man that came from the heart i felt that in those i felt like every curse word she laid out was it was powerful man that was powerful it was just, I, sound like she had been drinking and drinking a little bit but, but that boy said drinking and drinking that is a very bad combination Man, that is a very American listen to Drake sober. <laughs> I, 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 have you ever got a voicemail like that? Be honest, man. A voice note, got a even voicemail or a voice note like that of somebody just going off on me like that. I haven't either. I guess it's maybe not. Not even not even a text. Not not to that extent of just like disgust yet longingness is that a word it, it sounds good enough for me like i've j- just the combination of how how she 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 braided those those emotions like i love you but i hate you all at the same time she just like braided them like box braids in and out and it was just like good lord like like i said i've never got a voicemail or a voice voice note even a text message to that extent. I feel like when most people are pissed off at me, they know me well enough to at least articulate what they're saying. Like they might send me that Bible length paragraph that I don't read, but at the same time, it's not filled with so much, like you said, hate and angst. Like that is coming from a place of like, she's truly disappointed and she had expectations set and her whole life is just riddled based on the fact that she probably gave up so much. I mean, people listening to this, it's probably like, well, you know, you know, he probably putting it on her. And I'm like, but uh, it's probably deeper than that. You know, like who knows how much she had invested. I mean, he could have been one of those dudes that uh, she probably made. She probably was a part of his come up. 
and he just dipped. You know what I'm saying? That happens. Left, that does happen. Left, left, left her for a white girl. You know what I'm saying? And you know, you know that. You know for how somebody that, that wasn't there through the struggle. Hey, man. That, that hey. cut. That cut different. It it does, man. Like I, just, I, I don't think I'll ever be able to listen to that voicemail and just not chuckle at the same time and feel her pain too. Because I'm, I'm not literally laughing at her. I'm really just laughing at the. I'm laughing at the moment, so to speak. It's like, God, Lee, like, you're going to regret this. You're going to regret this voicemail, especially if you're that great of a person. And that's the thing that catches my attention the most. It's like, you say that you're this popping person. You're basically, you know, everybody wants you. And it's like, well, if that's the case, then why, why, why this animosity? Just, you know, just live and let go. That's just and let that letting go was hard, 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 hard. Cause you really want to just go and get in that person's face and just tell them, like, do you not realize how good I am? Like, and it and it's kind of you it's 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 a it's a seesaw basically, because one part of you is like, let me tell them how good I am so that they don't miss out on me. And then the other part is like you have to go out there into the world and experience these people that aren't as good as I am. And I'm not going to be here when you get back. Well, I don't plan on being here when you get back. So I'm trying to save you from yourself. Can I, can I save you from you? <laughs> drinking and drinking, baby. Drinking hey, and drinking. I, I'm, I'm hearing you. And as I'm listening to what you're saying, it just made me think to myself, playing devil's advocate, of course, it still makes me think that that person isn't truly what they think they are. If you're truly convinced that you are that, it's almost like if a dude really, really, I'm that guy, I'm that guy. You, I feel like the actions and the words are gonna match. You know, you you a guy step in the ring, you know, he knows he's that guy, undefeated, heavyweight champ of the world. He's going to go in there and you're going to see it in his movements. Everything about him, his demeanor is going to show like I'm about to overpower this guy. I know I'm that guy. Like you see the bravado in a person that is truly confident and is is in a sense like you just know you got this. Mm hmm. And I guess in that situation, if that person were to lose, maybe they feel that way when they lose. <laughs> maybe they feel like, oh, man, you cheated me. Or or they can. Yeah, there's, there's no way this person is just naturally better than me. They have to yeah, do something just, sneaky or underhanded. It's so hard to believe, you know, like he, he, it's 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 tough, man, because. It, like I said, it just gets me to thinking like that's just one of those moments where your true your true value shows you you almost you you clung on you 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 clung on dear life and now you've lost and it's hard for you to accept this failure because you think you're so great. Well, maybe that's maybe that's what it is. Maybe that maybe that's a gift and a curse to be so great and to not be wanted. Uh, I mean, confidence will be be your greatest strength and your greatest flaw at times 
yeah, 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 because you go so in you, there. You can sit there and, and believe that you're, you know, you're so great. But, you know, being self-aware, you can take a step back and be like, all right, I might not have been the best person I could have been, you know, 24-7, 365. I, I might have took some quarters off. I might have took some plays off and, and not really been that great at times. And, you know, those times that I took plays off and took quarters off, there might have been another Steph Curry out there going for 40 that quarter or something. Who who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Man, that's that's tough, man. I mean, dealing with heartbreak is wait, always going to be tough. Wait, 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 wait. Do we want to do a story time right now? <laughs> you must got something. Uh, so check this. Mm-hmm. Freshman year in college, first semester, my girlfriend was um, in the Air Force. She and she she went to Kuwait. So it was my first, my freshman year in college, she in Kuwait, um, you know, and, and time differences, everything. She talked to me when she could. And then sometimes you try to talk to me. I'm a freshman in college on campus. I'm out and about. I'm trying to experience the college life. She had gotten into some trouble. She was going through some things. And, I, you know, there were times that I, I kind of brushed her off. Oh, I'm doing this. You know, I'll talk to you later or something like this. Can you call me back? Not even answer the call, this, that, or what have you. So that was times I brushed her off. So when she was getting ready to come back, it was the start of the, the spring semester. It's like, oh, babe, I can't wait to see you. You know, be here. I've been missing you. You know, you've been here in like a week. This, this, and this. And she was like, so I met somebody else. And I'm like, the fuck? What you mean you met somebody else? I'm here, you know, in Sam Houston State University, shout out to the Bearcats, trying to hold shit down, waiting on you to get back, and you over there, you messing with somebody else. I'm the best, and all this other stuff. Like that mentality, you know, kicks in. Like, you know, how could you? And and it's like, you just haven't seen me lately. You haven't been around me. You haven't you haven't caught this Bruce Leroy glow in a while. Uh-oh. That's that's what it is. You you just you you know you know. <laughs> Habito, baby, before the Ito. So it was kind of like, you know, that was my philosophy. It's like, you just hadn't been around me. You just hadn't seen me. That's that's what it is. And it's kind of like, now that I'm, what, almost 15 years removed now? Yeah, 15 years removed now, I can look back and be like, no, I really wasn't there like I thought I was there for her. She was going through some shit, and I was blowing her off to play video games, to hang out on the yard, to, 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 to do hood rat shit with my friends. It's like, Whatever it was that I was doing, I was blowing her off in her time of need. So then I'm looking back and I'm like, you know what? You probably made the right decision. You got with somebody that was there for you when you needed somebody. It's just messed up that people transition in such a, 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 I guess, a non-sympathetic way. Because... No matter how I look at that situation, I, I think there's always a way to mutually separate, respectably separate. And I still feel like you can avoid these type of things by, I mean, we all have egos. I know people like to pretend that, you know, a certain gender has a more fragile ego, but we all have egos. And as you heard in that voicemail, that is the clear exemplification of a person with a broken ego, like their ego is destroyed and it's going to take them a while to recover from that. Just based off what I heard, whether alcohol or or Drake was involved, it's going to take a while to recover from that. And to just basically get to my point, 
I think it's a struggle for so many people to look inward, for some so many people to be self-aware. I mean, you even said it yourself. I know it didn't, it didn't take you 15 years, but it took you time. And yeah. I think that we've become such a, a, self, a self-absorbed society that self-absorbed, narcissistic, outright vain, that it's going to take a person a while to even realize that they're so self-absorbed, they're vain, they're narcissistic. They're going to literally, they're, a person with that mindset is truly convinced that they are the shit, which yep. is fine. But just because you think you the shit doesn't mean everybody else does. And that's that's very important to know. And that's why I, I've said this before on a podcast before, like, too many people walk around here like they deserve things. Like, you don't truly deserve shit half the time. The shit that you think you deserve, you truly don't deserve half the time. Like, who are, who are you to to question the timing of the universe or God's time, however you want to, however you want to phrase it? Like, who are you really? You know. So, once again, it's. I think that 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 mentality that 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 young woman has is the mentality of too many people that are living in a dream world because like like you pointed out earlier in the week there are people that truly believe that um if you are if you are um with someone you would know within 6 months if you want to marry that person like that's that's foolish talk to me just based on the fact that everybody doesn't walk into a dating the dating atmosphere with the same mentality Everybody doesn't view time in the same everybody time is subjective. Everybody doesn't utilize time in the same manner. So once again, for somebody to have that mentality to think, oh, I'm the shit. Somebody should know within six months if they want to marry me. Huh? Like what? <laughs> like <laughs> seriously? It does it, it it just doesn't work like that. And um uh, I think that I think that until like I said, until people are willing to self-reflect without without even having to go to a therapist, because I'm gonna forever have my beef with the whole with the whole therapy trend, because I still think that to an extent it's still a coddling situation, and people still don't use that moment to walk away and reflect on their own. Like literally, what are you doing? Why are you doing this? You need to answer these questions. You need to talk to yourself and answer these questions. Because if you don't, you're going to be leaving voicemails like, oh, girl. Because I know a few, quite a few of our listeners have probably left these type of voicemails before. And it, and it's, it's and I, I, I'm not going to use any names, but I, I talk to people that'll say, you know, they'll, they'll have these interactions with, with women or they'll have these interactions with men and they'll sit there and say, you know, do you know how lucky you are to have me in your life or you know how lucky you are to you know to to have somebody like me want you and it's just that level of of narcissism in somebody that just goes above and beyond that that um nominal level that we all you know agree on that we have and to say that you know oh in six months somebody should know if they want to marry me or not well are you talking to somebody that is looking to find somebody they know they want to marry in six months or or did you come across somebody that needs to get their shit together? Or did you come across somebody that has their shit together and looking at you saying, you need to get your shit 
better together than you actually think you have. Because I've seen people meet for six months and get married, you know, within 12 to 24 months and be together forever. And I've seen people that have that are been together for 15 plus years and neither one of them have a desire to get married. But they cool just kicking it like they've been kicking it, you know, started a family and everything. And it's like, you know, it's a it's a lot of I think you said it, too. It's, it's a lot of variables that goes into this. A lot of moving objects. Do you even want to get married? How high is that on your priority list? What what are the qualities that you're looking for in this person? Because, I mean, in this day and age where social media is such a big deal for both men and women, when you find somebody that you don't know on a formal setting or even if you go out and find somebody. First thing you probably are going to be is physically attracted to them. Of course, I can look at somebody physically and say, yeah, I want to be knocking that off for the next six months. Or I can knock that off for the rest of my life. Or even in some group chats, I, I, I mean, we'll have the joke like, yeah, I see why she got X, Y, Z kids because I wouldn't have pulled out either. And you're, you're mentally talking about a lifelong commitment here. And you know nothing other than she got fat ass. <laughs> you know see. nothing other than well got abs. Like, you don't know if well want to get married, but you know well is attractive. So that's where, you, you know, that's where you're basing everything off of, I would marry well. Well, well don't want to marry you. Well doesn't want to get married, period. So the thing that you're saying that, well, that you want to get married in six months, that well should know in six months that he wants to marry you, but well doesn't want to marry anybody. So how does that change? How does that change the theory? In order for the person to realize that, they'd have to, they'd have to remove, they'd have to be less, less absorbed and less consumed with themselves. Because that mentality, to me, is literally about that person. They're not thinking about anybody else but themselves in that moment. They don't care about what Will thinks. They don't care about what Will has going on. They don't. They don't know what Will's goals are. All they know is this is how I perceive the world. This is how the world should be perceived by everybody. If you don't agree with this, fuck you. That's basically that mentality. I think that's very narcissistic. It's very self-absorbed, and it's it's, it's naive too. That's why some, that's why people's feelings get hurt the way they do, because people walk into these situations. And once again, they automatically think that me and this person, I-, I like this person. We need to share the same ideologies. Have you asked them? Have you have you have you did anything outside of just <laughs> stealing food from them and <laughs> stealing their time? You know, like like you don't. In, in, in a lot of times when you when you talk, these people don't even listen. You know, and it it, it goes both ways. But I mean, I'm seeing it so much more on social media. And that's why I find social media entertaining, because for the most part, people we've been saying this for a while. For the most part, people try to act like the the thoughts and the ideals that they put on the social media are just like jokes or whatever. I'm like, no, y'all not joking on here. Y'all dead ass serious. This is y'all real mentality. And I know it's y'all real mentality because. You, for a fact, know that a majority of your followers are seeing this and they're going to they're not going to take this with a grain of salt. They're going to say this is you. They believe this is you. You're telling them this is you. So why would they think otherwise? This is a social media platform. You're technically socializing with them. You're opening up to these people. So if you post something on here, it's only right for them to think that this is you unless it's just a joke or a meme. But they'll still think, okay, you posted this meme. You clearly think it's funny. This is a fun, yeah. Whatever, whatever that subject matter is, you find it to be funny. Yeah, you find it to be funny. You find it to be in, in, informative, 
or, you know, this this aligns with your thought process. And that's why I say I find social media entertaining because people think people still think it's 2013, 2012. And the majority of stuff on social media is just a joke. Don't take it serious. No, like this is y'all live journals now. This is y'all for real. This is y'all in real time. Y'all are exposing y'all selves. I don't know how to play spades, but I'm pretty sure <laughs> you, you probably want to keep your hand hidden. And y'all not you doing that. Y'all not doing it at all. And, and like you mentioned, you know, can some people complete a proper vetting process in six months? Some people can. If you're really not, you know, saturating yourself into the relationship and you're really, you know, looking at it as a whole. Yeah, some people can. But in my personal opinion, I always say it's like, you know, shit ain't real until you get into your first argument. It ain't real until you have that first true disagreement to where, you know, you just are 100 percent going the opposite direction of this person, because that's only when you see can you overcome any kind of obstacles. You can sit here and say, yeah, you know, together we can overcome anything. We're both level headed and everything like this. And then you level headed until you realize that, oh, you think Kyle Rittenhouse was right. And I think Kyle Rittenhouse was wrong. You think George Zimmerman was right. I think George Zimmerman was wrong. You think Colin Kaepernick was right. I think Colin Kaepernick was wrong. Like until you have some kind of issue that's just not black and white where you can't just sit there and listen to somebody rationalize anything because you just are so far the other direction. Then that's when a real testament starts. What happens when you're mad at this person? Oh, we, I'm just not going to talk to her for three days. Can you do that in a marriage? Probably shouldn't do that in a marriage. Probably shouldn't. So, like, yeah, could the proper betting happen in six months? Absolutely. Absolutely. Is it common? Is it normal? And the quote, the great philosopher, Welly F, their, their typical marriage lasts seven to eight years now. And I've seen marriages, I, I, and I, I would beg to say that that's falling closer to five. Because <laughs> to quote another great philosopher, Hove, I've seen the rovers roll up with ribbons. I've seen them repoled, resold, and redriven. I've seen people pull up single, get married, get single, then get married again. Before 30. Before 30. It, and that's, it, not, it, that's not a knock on anybody because, you know, I'm, I'm, I haven't been in those situations to where I'm, I'm you know, can say, oh, well, this person did, th- did this right at and this person did this wrong, but it's kind of like, you know, what are what are the qualifications and standards that you're that you're living by, like that, that you're setting to to take this step in your life? Because look, to I to, to be technical with it like we normally do, I'm finna if this goes wrong, I gotta give you half of my assets. And if Man. I'm and if I'm 35 and I'm getting married. And I've been in the workforce already for 20 years, and then we last three years, and I got to come up half of my assets to you? I think there's certain laws that protect that, you know, you get some, it's, a, it's a time thing, but shit. You wasn't with me shooting in the gym. <sighs> At all. At all. Look, man, I'm hearing you once again, and we 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 definitely fall on two different sides. Well, like I said, I think the situation is a lot more nuanced than even can a vetting process take place in six months. So I'm just going to simply ask, 
Yeah, I'm going to simply say I agree with you. I'm just going to say, I mean, but what are people doing in that vetting process? What are they looking for? That's 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 crucial, too, because, I mean, if you're if you're a fairly simple person, if you're just approaching somebody, because I think I think one thing that's one thing for sure is people really hate people. Most people I know, they don't they don't have they're not disciplined enough to be patient. And most people, especially women, they view waiting on a man as a punishment type of thing. They feel I'm I'm waiting for this man. He's in control. He's punishing me. This ain't cool. You know, and and, and to and that's why I, I really love the post that was on uh Instagram today about the guy that was, I mean, the, the Justin guy pretty much was like when you when you tap into your feminine nature, it's natural to be submissive. But you have so many people that are, in my opinion, manipulating the what being submissive is and this is a topic that we probably pushed off for a long time you know i know we talked about it somewhat but no matter what when you're saying submissive and you're talking about a submissive partner you're still talking in biblical terms you're using biblical terms and what people don't want to accept especially millennials and gen zers and just modern day daters in general like submissive is submissive you 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 relinquish all fear, you you give in, you trust, and so on and so forth. Being submissive is being submissive. But the main thing that really triggers women today is that relinquishing of control. They know for a fact that they truly don't trust the type of men out there to control the situation or to be the boss in the situation because so many women out there want to be the boss. They want to be in control. I, I'm going to let you say something because I'm just going to keep raining. No, this nigga spitting. <laughs> this nigga spitting. But you, you have a point because, like, you know, a lot, I've seen a lot of posts that, that a woman will say, you know, uh, the masculine man, the alpha man will make you want to submit. He shouldn't have to make you want to submit. You should rec- you should recognize that in him. It's like this man is a leader. This man is the leader that I want him to be, and he's not only going to lead in the direction that I want him to take me. He's going to lead in the right direction, the direction that makes the most sense. And I think that's where a, a lot of the mistakes happen because it's like, oh yeah, we should get you know we should have have a thirty thousand dollar wedding. We should have a forty thousand dollar wedding. And he's like, no, we should probably have a ten thousand dollar wedding and take this other twenty and buy us a house. Mm-hmm. But if he's not leading in the way that you want him to go, you think that he's leading you wrong, or he's not leading at all. And that's 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 a hangup that 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 I find in this culture is like, yeah, you all down for your man as long as he's taking you where you want to go. But if he's taking you where you need to go, you run into these issues. You have you have these back and forth, and then all of a sudden you feel that you need to be more masculine in efforts to steer this the direction you want to go because you tend to look in the short term while he's looking into a long term because when it comes down to it, he's going to be theoretically the provider and the protector of you and your children. So it's not always what are we trying to do now. It's where are we trying to be in five years. Where are we trying to be in 10 years? Where where are we trying to have where are we taking these kids in the in the future? Yeah, it's cool to 
to to to blow a bag now and and you know we live in the times and we young we fly we flashy but what happened when the money goes like who's who's thinking long term and i'm not saying that only men think long term because i know women do you know think that way too but i'm just saying when you want a leader this is something you identify as a quality in the leader this man is thinking the long game this woman is thinking the long game you know she's she's not worried about being on the scene right now she's trying to build a home i'm looking for somebody again back to the vetting process oh this is a person you know we have the same goals in mind you know i want to i want to have a family he wants to have a family he actually has a goal and a plan because people have goals and don't have plans they kind of go hand in hand he has goals and plan if i can relinquish some of the control that i feel i need to have being with this man can give me everything that i want and people not not man or woman, not gender specific. People have a hard time letting go of control because they think if they don't control it, they won't get everything that they want. And I'm going to keep it 100 with you. And this is specifically for the ladies out there. And this is specifically for people that truly don't understand masculinity. Um, being in control isn't necessarily masculine at all. That's That's something that people need to truly understand because there are plenty of masculine men out there that that aren't built to be leaders that's that's personality driven that's situational so just because you're a controlling person don't think that you're tapping into your masculine energy like no you being a controlling person is just probably a mental illness like especially if you're overly controlling that's a problem if you if you got to think about it and I, and I talked about this on uh, Boogie and in podcast. I'm sitting here like, if you look at your average NBA team, you can probably say, you're, and I hate this term, of course, but you can say that on your average NBA team, you probably got five masculine males that are, you can probably consider alpha males in regular society. These guys are six, 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 eight, can do amazing things talent wise. So, you know, physically, they're alpha males. But even in, in a lot of them, like you even told me one time, a lot of these dudes come from schools where they was the top dog. You know what I'm saying? People was definitely following them because of their physical attributes and their abilities. So at some point, they probably did take on a leadership role by default. But that's not what that's not what made them. You know, that that's not because they were masculine. It was because they had an edge over everybody else. I mean, when somebody's the best. You just tend to follow that person, especially with y'all on the team. You, you see where I'm going with this? So if I'm the mm -hmm. best at something and we're on this team, but you choose not to follow me, you clearly trying to lose. You ain't trying to win. Bro, <laughs> if I barely got out of high school with a GED and my wife has a master's in finance, should I be the one in charge of the money? <laughs> not necessarily. Not necessarily. Not technically, she might. She could be a, have a master of finance and have bad debt. But it's still, it's understanding the situation. Because control doesn't mean, you know, oh, I have to go out here and score 30 points. Control might be like, I need to be the floor general. I see that my big man got a, got a, got a five foot nine guard guarding him in the paint. I need to feed him. Being in control is being aware more than anything. I would, to be in a way. I, would, I, I would say, you know, a great point guard is more important than there anything else on the court. Hey. Hey. And, and that's, a, that's a team of five. 
You talking a team of five? You just saying two? That should simplify it. Magnif, like that's that's the, the odds there are magnificent. It's just two of y'all. What are you? What are your strengths and weaknesses? If you you what you willing to self reflect and identify those things, it really shouldn't be a problem. And and I know we put out the the marriage stat that you know marriage you know marriages usually last seven eight years. Marriages usually last seven to eight years. Once again, variables are involved in there. When when two people rush things, when two people rush things, when 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 people's masks slip off, when finances come into play, when people's marriages are true uh, are truly tested, unfortunately, you know, seven to eight years is reasonable, you know, for it to fall off because shit happens. But if you got two sound 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 individuals have their shit together. You know, especially in economic times that we're in right now, if if none of those variables ever come to play, then it's probably safe to say they're going to go well over eight years. Finances good, mentality good, family support good. Shit, to me that's a that that sounds like a lifetime to me, unless somebody just got some other vices that they can't control and shit fall off for other odd reasons. But we all know the typical reasons that a marriage fall off. You know, outside of these. These the, the these anomalies. So all I'm saying is, if you're willing to self-reflect, you're willing to point out strength, strengths and weaknesses, it shouldn't be no problem. But at the same time, me realistically, even talking about the whole vetting thing, I think six months is not enough time just based on the fact that I think the honeymoon stage lasts damn near half of that. So by Maybe the time, even more, depending you know, on the frequency, you know. And 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 I said this a long time ago. Like for y'all that don't, don't that don't know what a shit test is, a shit test could be a fake scenario. You know, you could be talking to a girl, she could just be messing with you, and you see her texting, and she being funny, and she like, oh, you know, my my ex is texting me, and I'm just trying to let him know, blah blah. But she just she just fooling with you to see what your reaction gonna be. That's a, that's a shit test. People don't appreciate those things. But the fact of the matter is, those type of situations do come up sometimes, because especially when we live in a world where people are playing spades with their hands down, like I'm saying, like everybody out here exposed to the world, everybody out here. I mean, look, man, I got time. Look, okay. And I, it, it, remember where I was at because I, I have to address something because it really annoys me because I, I talk about being exposed to the world. But the thing that baffles me a lot with the fact that people are so exposed, they expose themselves on social media, even people that have private pages. First of all, you on social media, you're not truly private. So uh, it should stop it. If, if you're if you're consistently. Somebody posting, seen it. Yeah. If you're consistently posting things and it catches the attention of somebody's mutual, it's going to go way beyond your quote-unquote private page. But I am truly getting sick, specifically of women, constantly talking about how married men are sliding in their DMs. I'm going to say it again. I'm sick of y'all pointing out the fact that married men slide in y'all DMs and y'all acting like y'all don't know why. And I'm going to tell you why. The reason why is... <laughs> He's running the ISO. You're running the ISO. I'm, I'm trying to see where this goes. The reason why is because plenty of married men have gotten that ass before. So don't try to act brand new. Plenty of married men out here can step out in the game and do exactly what they want. And that is why 
they have gotten, they have reached the conclusion that I'm married. So what? I can still get that ass because once again, plenty married men out here are able to get that ass at any given time. So women, stop well, acting. At least let them to believe that. Exactly. So women, stop acting stupid and being and acting all baffled at the fact that married men shoot they shot at y'all and don't get it twisted. Y'all married women ain't no different either. Y'all be out here shooting y'all shot. Y'all be out here being flirtatious. And it, we exposed my head. Like, you see my head. You, 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 y'all see my head. I see your hand. So stop acting like we just in this super private dating market and everybody, the only people that are going to reach out to you are people that are single. Come on. Like, stop the madness. Y'all, like you talked about it on the last episode, you were talking about sneaky links. I honestly didn't know what that was because I was listening to Raw Wave and I know he had a song called Sneaky Link. But when I when I understand what the term sneaky link is, it didn't really feel like that's what Raw Wave was talking about. So I was really confused. I never said in the last episode because I didn't want to look stupid. But the fact of the matter is, I really didn't know what the hell you were talking about. But when I think when I when I now that I truly understand what a sneaky link is and like you were saying, like. Yeah, like y'all really own this shit. Like this is what y'all do. This is what y'all. This is what y'all have normalized. You know, shout out to Greg. I know he hate that word, but this is what y'all mm-hmm. have normalized. There, I mean, there used to be a stigma on being a homewrecker or or being a man that was stepping out. People are a lot more secretive about it now. But it's like shit. If I'm married and I slide in your DMs. And and you know my wife, and you don't say nothing to my wife. You're just as guilty as I am. Let me stop. And that's why you got to be sneaky. Because if both of us single, what are we sneaking for? Exactly. Exactly. And, I, and I'm not defending this behavior. I'm just saying y'all got to stop sitting out here acting like all, acting all baffled at the current culture. Man, this shit Naive. Is, this shit is glamorized. And I said earlier, man, that's why it's hard for me to talk relationship with people because people are 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 uh, conveniently naive when it's when it's you know they're conveniently naive. I'm like, man, I know you smarter than that. I know you smarter than that. And and to get back to my point, I see y'all on here broadcasting your beauty, broadcasting the fact that you this bad chick, you got your shit together, you out here. Jay says it all the time, like you marketing your goods like you like they available for the streets. So at the end of the day, when I walk into the market, if I feel I can afford it, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to get it. That's what any that's what most people do. Like, this is not a shit. If I go to your new. IG and I see that your last four picks are you standing with your ass out and you're doing that weird thing with your foot where you kind of turn your leg a little bit and you go up on your tippy to try to make your ass poke out a little bit more. Am I wrong for sliding in the DM and saying, let me bite it? Because that's the advertisement. Hey, Eve, you 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 advertising that apple. Can I bite it? Because that's what I see. I don't I don't I don't see you reading the 48, 48 laws of power. <laughs> I don't I don't I don't see you studying for your CPA. <gasps> Boy, you going to hell? Like, you going straight to like, hell? I, I, I mean, I, that's what I—I'm not seeing those things. <laughs> so hey. if I'm seeing, if I'm seeing you in imposing a sexual nature, then 
that's I mean, what am I what am I led to believe? That's why I like if you go to my Instagram page right now, you don't know what the hell to believe. That I think that's how it should be. I think I think if I think if you want to be perceived a certain way, you should allow that person access to you if you want if you want to be accessible to that person. But but until then, if the way you want to be perceived is this as this contortionist that that is about to damn near break her goddamn spine, trying to see like she got an ass, then so be it. Dudes gonna shoot they shot, man. Most dudes is Steph Curry out here, man. Y'all got to understand that. <laughs> Most dudes is Steph Curry out here. Look, it's, look. If 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 you looking for the educated, so, oh well, what part of the CPA you on? Like, I'm gonna show my knowledge. Yeah, I just passed the first two parts. You know, I'm on the third. I'm on auditing. You know, I'm gonna show my knowledge. It is what it is. Hey, that, you out there working out? Hey, what what day do you do you when do you do your deload week? I I usually go three weeks and then I do like a deload week trying to reset myself, you know. And then I take it like I'm gonna. But if you show if you show an ass, how else do you shoot an ass? I'm not gonna shoot an ass with knowledge. <laughs> really, ain't no point, man. There really ain't no point. Did you know your posterior is referred to as the gluteus maximus and da 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 da? Want to hear that shit? She don't either. <laughs> <laughs> she don't either. And and, and it, it all it, it's it's all I know. It's passive aggressive behavior. You you y'all. Uh, I'm I can think like an average man because I feel like I'm fairly average myself. But at the same time, even if I'm like trying to think outside of the box, I'm still looking at the situation. It is what it is. Like. Y'all, you can't be this dumb. You you, you can't be this dumb. You, the the <laughs> you're not experience on earth to not be this dumb. Men and women alike, you yeah, experience like, enough. You're not you're not hitching college at this point. Look, man, man, the same thing go for y'all. Y'all want to spend a thousand dollars on outfits, Gucci belts, show off money on Instagram and Facebook, and make it seem like you got all that money. When when she pull up trying to get some trying to get take taking a stake forty eight, you really can't be mad, you know what I'm saying? But once again, I ain't out there like that, so don't approach me like that. That's all I be saying. Like I'm like, <laughs> don't approach. So I'm just you know, like, don't come at me like that because you know the, the the few people I I'm I'm willing to kick it with or go places with that I appreciate and I know they appreciate me. I'm good with that because I know that for the most part, I am not being played. And and I say this all the time, like y'all be trying to play chess and I just be sitting here just trying to play Monopoly or checkers or some shit. I'm just, just trying to play a simple game, man. Like, I'm, I'm like, you know, and, 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 and I, I don't feel the need to, you ain't got to try to play me, but it's so much of that going on out here. That I see why the dating system, the dating market is how it is. And even just getting back to the voicemailer and thinking of vetting, if she knew that this dude had baby mama drama, he was dealing with an ex that he truly wasn't let go of yet. That to me shows right there that her vetting process is garbage. No matter how great you think you are, what did you do to, to, to get so invested that that you ended up in this situation with this voicemail, that's a problem. To me, that is a that is that is a sign of 
of lack of a lack of self-awareness. You're not truly peeping the situation for what it is. You created this your own scenario in your head. And when you play stupid games, you win stupid process. Hey man. Say man. I'm just saying, like I like I said, I knew I was gonna rant and probably lose, probably lose some of the points I was trying to make, but long story short, this relationship shit is only gonna get more difficult based on the fact that, like I said, it's, it's too many people out here trying to play it like it's a like it's a game. And then and then you got people out here that that's just you 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 I would actually say that you have men out here that are that are truly naive. You do have women out here that are truly naive, very naive. But at the same time, that still stems from the fact that y'all not being realistic. It's like it's and, it, and, it, and you and you wonder. You're like, man, why why dudes out here like Steph Curry? Why they think they Splash Brothers out here or whatever? If Lizzo can step out in these streets with the confidence of the uh, an Egyptian Party goddess. Bees, the- the Megan, the Stallions, and, like, and all them. What y'all think this is? If she can do it, then this this busted, dusty dude that you disrespecting can do it too. Because I mean, shoot, he probably at least got a decent warehouse job, and he's slim. Like, <laughs> you know, he's probably he's probably mildly attractive on a universal scale. So why don't you think these dudes gonna shoot they shot? Because we're sitting here, and you know, y'all talking about you know. I say y'all as a loose term, both men and women, you know, you won't. And no, no, it's, it's primarily women because men usually don't don't care too much about a woman's income. Where you talking about you want somebody that makes six figures. You got to realize that's a small percentage of the overall population, a very, 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 very small percentage of the overall population. As many women and, as I know for a fact, and I don't mean to cut you off, but I know for a fact that I. I don't, I don't, the only time I will ever check out a Kevin Samuels clip, and I think I've said this before, is when somebody sends me one. I don't mind mm-hmm. Kevin Samuels, but I am almost for certain that he has more female followers than he has male followers. And with me knowing that, I know for a fact that he said what you just said before. So women, ha- a lot of women have to know that, what you just said about the, about the high value, a high dollar man. But I just wanted to say that. And with you knowing that knowledge, you have to understand that he has better pickings than you do. Or even even if it, in a reverse role, if it's a woman that's making over six figures, she, she has better pickings than probably a lot. Well, maybe not. Yeah. Either way. Who? I mean, I, he, he, no, she, no, she has a larger dating pool. He he would have a slimmer dating pool. Who? No, he would have a larger dating pool because he'll date people outside of his, outside of his um, tax bracket. She typically wouldn't, because she's gonna want somebody that's that's at least comparable. So yeah, well, we talk. We we it get race specific when you start saying that too. Now, talk to me. I'm just saying, and, and I've said this before, and it, it offends people. But at the end of the day, I, I know how a lot of sisters think. If a sister is in a higher tax bracket, she's gonna be searching for a brother in a higher tax bracket. And when I say that, I mean a brother. If that makes things a lot harder for her, so that shrinks her dating pool. If she, if 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 a sister is willing to Serena Williams' situation, then it opens up the, the dating pool. But if she, if she's That's specifically true. trying to date a brother, then nine times out of ten, she's probably going to be trying to date somebody that's in her career field, and that's unfortunate for them. But that is the reality. And if she's not willing to do that, then 
she she becomes more open minded and she gets to a point where she's like, well, this was too easy. She gets to a point where it's like, well, now I got to make sure that I'm I'm less intimidating because we talked about that before. And I think that that's some bullshit when women start talking about they intimidating because I think it's more of an intimidating versus being approachable. And we talked about this and I'm like, I get it. I understand that you think that you're intimidating, but that can be easily controlled if you're aware of yourself. If you're self-aware, then there's truly no reason for you to be intimidating because you're to most men, you're like you said it, most men, your income and your finances really don't mean anything, especially if it's a benefit to him. We got partners for sure that have women that they're dating or married to that are doing damn good, probably better than them financially, but they not tripping because guess what? It makes their lives easier. So like Mm -hmm. I said, some women are just more open-minded than others, but I know for a fact, and I'm getting to think about what you were saying earlier about relinquishing control. You got to think about something. It ain't too many sisters out there that's going to be, quote unquote, the breadwinners or the boss, that's gonna, how many bosses do you think want to be bossed around? You know what I'm saying? If you, if you're Not winning, yeah, if you're winning in all arenas economically, it's really, I get it. It really is going to be hard for you to, to, to gravitate towards somebody that's not on the same financial, that doesn't have the same financial strength as you. You're going to feel like that man that's on the other end of that, that feels like he's being played. Once again, this is a, this is a naive thing. Like, why would it? It's crazy that men do it, but a, a man gets with a a man's making six figures and he gets with a, a, a chick that's damn near a bum and, and, and he's just expected to take care of her. And a lot of men end up doing it because a lot of men's standards are low. I, I don't mean to say low in, in a sense of he could necessarily do better. I'm just like, I feel like men should up their standards in that arena, too. That way they don't feel played or get screwed. But. If he it's not that he should do he could do better, it's that he can require more. Yeah, exactly. I mean, because if she's beautiful, she's cool, they actually have a, a, a budding relationship, then that don't matter. But I mean, how many people are out there are really trying to date that way? Like, which to me is the honest way. Like, you dating somebody for who they are. Not what well, not necessarily what they can provide. I mean, because once again, your average man doesn't mind being a pro- provider and a protector. That boosts their ego. That's why that's why I'd be looking at some females. I'd be like, hey, man, if you get to a point where you look like you could beat your dude up, <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> he probably that that right there is probably intimidating. That makes him uncomfortable. I get that type of stuff. But financially, nah, don't your finances just got to your head and it probably made you a bitch. And that's the problem. You're not intimidating. You're just a bitch. Because to me, to me, the to be intimidating from that aspect is like. I have to be close enough to get to know you. Because we're, if, we're, if we're comparing intimidation and approachability, I can approach you regardless. To, exactly. To, know, to determine that I'm intimidated by you, I got to know how you have your shit together. And, and, and that's also based on my standards. If I'm intimidated by the car you drive, the money you have, where you live, your relationship with your family, who your friends are, who these guy friends are that you say that have been in the friend zone forever, like, that's where the intimidation comes. But at that point, I've gotten to the point where I'm getting to know you. And if I'm already that far, 
I can give a shit less about what else is going on. Man, you about you know how many dudes out there that got hot female supervisors or bosses that they they love to get with? You know how many dudes out there driving around in their girl's car and they ain't got one? Just think <laughs> about those situations, man. They and still doing sitting, that? They still doing that, bro. They still doing that. You talk about being intimidated. Like, like I said, don't get it twisted. I understand to some degree you can be intimidated. I ain't calling all y'all bitches. But at the same time, you know for a fact that you can reduce that intimidation level just by simply being a better person. But if you running around on some, oh, I'm a boss. Oh, you got to do this and do that. First of all, you flex. I'm the HBIC. You know, this, this and this. Ma'am, ma'am, look. You got a, you got your high school diploma. Congratulations. You are a waitress. Congratulations. You're doing your degree online and you're 30. So it's still taking you a while to finish. Congratulations on all these aspirations. But you might need to te- temper back the um, cockiness. You, you might need to t- tune that down a little bit. It's, it's, pure, it's pure projection. You're not intimidating. You're just you're 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 not intimidating. You're trying to intimidate like a bully. <laughs> That's all you're doing. Hey, I think somewhere along the line, a certain faction of humanity has they think that showing this cockiness is attractive to all people. And it really isn't. Like, there are some people that might like cockiness. There are some people that like humility. There are some people that just just you know, they just want you to be fucking normal. <laughs> like, <laughs> like that's a balance to you. There's, of course, there's things that you can be cocky about. But can we on. go to Ruth Chris? Absolutely. Would I rather go to Poppy Queso? Ten times out of ten, I would. Hey, look, I'm definitely going to Poppy Queso. And if you don't want to come, you just stay your punk ass at home. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Shit. You tripping on. Look, man, I'm going to say it again. It all comes back to self-awareness. Can some can can you can you vet in six months? Yeah. If you if you're vetting in the proper way and you're getting the questions answered that you need answered and you feel comfortable that this person is answering these questions correctly and they're being honest and they're being for you know, if you're if if like Remy, we always go back to Remy. You know, she got her standards. She she asking dudes what their credit score is. She she asking dudes about their family situation. She asking the right questions that are gonna that are gonna lead her to believe, okay, I would wanna marry this guy. Because at the end of the day, inevitably they wanna have to marry you too. It's not a hundred percent on the man. The man the men running around here trying to marry all the women. Shit, if they don't want to <laughs> marry that man, shit, like it don't matter. It don't like, matter. It don't know? matter. So look, man. Y'all just keep your heads up, heads up out there, ladies, ladies and gentlemen, because like I said before, I don't want to sound like a doomer. I don't want to sound pessimistic. I just feel like the way I see the world, um, you know, I, I often hit the nail on the head just based on experience. Like I ain't got to be 50 years old to think like this. I've been dealing with this market and observing this shit for damn near 10, 15 years. And all I've seen is as it, all I've seen is. People hold unrealistic standards for people that don't that don't share those same those same the, the, the same notion those same ideologies. Like, I mean, it is what it is. And and once again, when it comes down to intimidation and being approachable, like those things are totally in your ballpark. Like you could control those things if you feel that you're intimidating, man. What is it that you're doing that is intimidating, man? Like Jay pointed out, some of y'all pop up at the mouth way too much. 
Some of y'all do unnecessary things that nobody asked. And then if you're unapproachable, eh, I would probably say being approachable and unapproachable is a, a lot less controllable because some people just have a resting bitch face that they don't even know they're doing. I think my son does this shit sometimes. Like he don't even know he's doing it. You know, I, but, but. He's just not interested in whatever's yeah, going on. Yeah, but being. Shout out to my nephew because he definitely got that resting bitch face. He'd be mad. Yeah, he looked mad at everything. Damn. Already? Already. He ain't been here hot too much and he just disgusted with this world. Hey, I can't blame him. Me neither. I can't blame it. Me neither. I can't. Look, man. I'm gonna just pray for y'all, man. Thoughts and prayers to all y'all out there that that are y'all just don't know what to do. Y'all don't know what to do, man. And that's fine. I say I tell people this all the time, man. Because people be thinking I be on some Gandhi shit. They be like, man, I don't know what to do. And I always tell them that's fine. You ain't gotta know what to do. Sometimes you just don't know. Let's carry on. Keep calm and carry on. Wow, that's a throwback right there. Boy, 2012, 2011. Shout out to Queen. Shout out to Queen Elizabeth. Ain't heard that in a long, long time. Hey, hey, look. Before we get off this show, I'm going. I'm going. We we got to debate this, man. We have to. First, I'm gonna say, rest in peace to Young Dolph. That one hit different for me. Before I get into the main topic, Young Dolph hit different for me because I would put him in the same arena as Nipsey. Just based on the fact that I feel like he wasn't a mainstream artist. I know he had his dealings and shit in the streets. But the funny thing about Dolph with me is I didn't know nothing about Dolph until we went to Miami. And Chris was playing him. Really? That, was my fir- that was my first time ever listening to Young Dolph. And I didn't like him. But I forgot what song I heard. And he said some of the slickest shit, boy. I wish it was on some two chains level shit. I was like, "Oh, this nigga spitting," and you know, and uh, every, every I, I don't think I have a playlist that doesn't have some Dolph on it. You know what I'm saying? So even though I'm not one of those dudes that go to concerts and shit like that, I, I still feel that you know, Young Dolph, like I said, wasn't a mainstream artist. You probably wouldn't go ride around in Houston and hear him on your radio a lot on the on on um you know syndicated radio. You probably won't hear him a lot on there. You play, they play Young Dolph way more than they play Nipsey in Houston. Not, I think about it. But long story short, man, the funniest thing to me about him was that he just looked like such a, a regular street nigga. But I thought it was a, it was regular in a way that was like, that nigga look harmless. Yeah. But anybody that know me and know me personally, they know that I feel hip-hop it has a, it has officially become the devil's music. It's it's what rock and roll was in the eighties when when people were because a lot of people don't notice that in the eighties, man, it was a there was a big there was a big thing around teen white teens and devil worshiping in rock and roll and heavy metal. Fast forward to twenty twenty one, it's black kids, it's hip hop. It's sort of a, a satanic vibe, depressing vibe. J-Mark sent me a Cardi B uh, video that I don't like Cardi B, but she said some real shit. She was like, man, y'all niggas be making some depressing-ass music. That's why I got to come with this whole shit. I'm like, hey, she's kind of right. Like, y'all have sucked the fun out of music. And hip-hop to me is dangerous, and I've said this all the time, that if my son ever wanted to be a hip-hop, a hip-hop artist, I honestly rather him be a police officer. Like that's that's how I view hip hop, you know, and 
like I said, I, I ain't got a lot to say about it. You know, I just start rambling. But long story short, R.I.P. Dolph. It's truly sad that this these type of things are never gonna stop because it's 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 glorified and niggas think that shit cool. But this and is all this, it, and that ain't nothing new. That ain't nothing new. I mean, shit. Look at look at. I mean, we know old boy was a snitch, but shit, Rico, he, he got gunned down in his own hood. That's usually where it happened. That's usually where it happens. Is 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 nothing new. And what and what and what do us niggas do? Stay in the hood. And and I'm telling you right now, for the for the next five ten years, you're gonna hear a lot of niggas talk about. You're gonna hear a lot of niggas saying Dolph name and talking about getting cookies and shit. Cause that's a fucked up way to go out. That's a truly fucked up way to go out. You know. But um, what's the even more fucked up way to go out is uh. You run up on a 17-year-old kid while <laughs> while you out burning shit down and looting this shit. You run up on a 17-year-old kid trying to take a gun from him, and you fuck around and find out. Cause that's exactly what happened to Kadosha. When I seen the video, I was like, oh, oh, oh. Yeah. This ain't as, yeah, this, this ain't this ain't what you thought it was. It's not what I, it is actually not what I thought it was. And the way they tried to spin it was like, oh, he wasn't within the arm's reach of you. It was like, yeah, but you was running up on man's with a gun. You one dude had a gun. On one dude had a gun, was pointing it at him. And he even said on his Facebook page, I should have unloaded the clip on that mug, on that kid. You had another dude first. And I'm not even going to under, I understand that I shouldn't be out here at 17 with a gun, but I'd be damned that if you going to run up on me. This nigga got trigger discipline. This nigga got the strap around him. I said it once. I'm going to say it again. When that young black dude tried to steal that Mercedes Benz, and when he got ran up on by the dude, the dude pulled him out and talked to him. I said it that time. I said that young black boy should have got his ass maimed because that's the only way that a lot of boys, a lot of males learn. They learn the hard way. Old boy got his motherfucking bicep shot off. And let me tell you something. You think he finna be out here burning and looting shit again? You think he gonna be out here protesting anything again? You think he gonna run up on somebody with an AR motherfucking 15 again? No. Because his ass was maimed and he's gonna understand for the rest of his life. You know what? It's probably not smart to run up on little on young white males specifically. <laughs> I, I, this is everybody wants to make this about race. I'm gonna go there because I can say something about rappers getting gunned down in their hood by dudes that look just like them, and we just we just used to it. We don't say nothing about it. But the minute this young white boy basically kill. Killed, I think he killed two people and he maimed one. They were all white. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I, I really don't even know why this is even any of our business outside of the, J, the Jacob Blake connection. What, what didn't make sense to me is that, oh, we're going to drop the weapons charge. How? That, that, that's to me, if anything's black and white, that's black and white. You were under the age of 18 with a, with a lethal weapon. Oh shit! Like I said, I got time. 
I, I mean, that's, that's what I break that down to me. Like, I, I, I understand if, if you you know you out there hunting on your property or whatever like that, but you under the age of eighteen, you got a deadly weapon. That seemed to be the most black and white thing about it. See, that's a, that's a dangerous thing with law, man. That's the, a lot of shit don't be black and white, man. Like, <laughs> you gotta think about the situation. First of all, you gotta ask yourself: Do you think Kyle Rittenhouse is that dumb? He he was dumb enough to go out there and tr- trying to play. I mean, because you said you saw the video. You hear him yelling medical. You hear him saying he's friendly. You hear him pretty much just trying to help. He was trying to be that white knight. He was he was low key on some vigilante type shit because because he and, and this is where it gets this is where it gets conflicting, though. The car source place that he was at, and, and for people that don't understand this, I'll, everything I love, since last year, I've always, I'm in the true crime. I found this case interesting from since last year, and I've looked at numerous Reddit pages about it and just articles about it since last year. A lot of people don't know what this kid has went through in the last year, and it's actually pretty interesting that they brought it up again for this bread and circus moment to distract us from the fact that we got other issues going on in this country that are way more important in this situation. But to to to, we to break down, up too, though. of course. But to break down the weapons charge, it's really semantics. It really you got to understand something. When it comes to the Second Amendment, there are ways that you. First of all, you saying that his he he wasn't of age. In actuality, there are plenty. That you you can you can have a you can have a gun at the age of sixteen in a lot of places. Like at, literally at the age of sixteen. Depending on the barrel length of that gun, that that is what that is what um, takes it from just being how do you say maybe I don't want to say a weapon of defense, but more of a because um, it really it really pertains to hobbyists to an extent, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. But that barrel length is what really specifies whether a person of a certain age can carry it. That is why. In, in essence, he was legally able to have that gun. Facebook and a lot of other, all these, a lot of sites, they lied and they had people confused saying that he had an illegal weapon on him when he did not. He was perfectly within his rights to have that gun. Like that is, that is fact. And the fact that it, the drop, the weapons charge was dropped pretty much proved that is fact. Like you can't drop something when it, if it was truly illegal. Curfew, 17 years old, people were trying to argue that he was like, come on, curfew, that's bullshit. That's not going to hold up. Crossing state lines, come on, man. His mom, his, his dad lives there. He works there. It's a 15-minute drive. Let's be serious. <laughs> like, I cross state lines all the time. You know, and I mean, and, 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 what, and, the, and the, the one that lived, I mean, shit, he lived way further from the event. One of the dudes that he killed, and and even though this doesn't matter, because I think this is the same thing that that they tried to do with George Floyd. I mean, he was a convicted pedophile. But the thing that the thing that was the craziest thing to me about him was his story that night is how basically he came out of the hospital because of of a suicide attempt. And when he came out of the hospital, he went to his motel that he was living in. And he 
told his girlfriend, hey, I'm about to go, you know, basically to this to this event, you know, where they was fucking shit up in Kenosha. And the the judge didn't allow the prosecutors, I mean, the defense to even really talk about that. And they've always said that they that that it's nobody's business why he was released from the hospital. But keep in mind, you got to fucking show cards and shit to get in the restaurants in certain places to show that you're vaccinated. But whatever. Look, <laughs> the fact of the matter is, and this could just be a rumor, but they they basically said that this Rosenbaum character was pretty much suicidal. And to me, you got to be suicidal to run up on a kid with an AR-15 strapped to his chest. That's all you I'm saying. You got to be suicidal to run up on, on, on anybody that's brandishing a weapon and you have none. That's all I'm saying. You had one dude had a skateboard, one dude had a gun, and one dude jumped and kicked him in the face. Yo, the, the main argument, this it's really, it, when people say that this is black and white, people need to understand that this is a self-defense case. They're trying to argue that he was defending himself. When it all comes down to that, he was within his rights to defend himself. People that are advocating for him to be found guilty for defending himself don't realize how it's a slippery slope. Because now you finna get us into a point where, shit, even as black men, we can't defend ourselves no more. So now when cases come up and, and if he's found guilty, they'll be able to use this case to be like, well, shit, you know, y'all found Kyle Rittenhouse guilty and blah, blah, blah. It's going to be a lot more niggas out here going to jail pleading, trying to plead self-defense. And that's going to be really fucked up. It's really an attack on gun laws. That's what they're trying to use this case for. And see, like, I didn't look at it that way until I seen that video. And I was like, oh, yeah, they, they ran down on him. Because I at first I was like, oh, this is on some Zimmerman shit. Because I felt that Zimmerman was looking for trouble. 100%. He went looking, hey man, they was telling you to stand down the back up. This, this, this. Nah, I'm a following. I'm a following. You know, I'm I'm gonna do this. This is what I'm gonna do. Like, I felt that you were looking for trouble. And then when I seen that video, because again, kind of like you, I paid no attention to it. But when I work, I like to have the news on in the background or something like that. So it kind of keep me, keep me focused on, you know, that I'm actually kind of working from home. But then I seen the video, I was like, oh, mm, this ain't what y'all been telling me. No, the FBI purposely withheld that video for until this time. Like I, I saw that video on I want to say on Reddit about three weeks or a month ago, and now it's starting to basically go viral. And there's two different versions of the video that are doctored. But the, the one thing that's not doctored is the fact that, like I said, he literally was there yelling, "Friendly medical, does anybody need help?" And for everybody that doesn't understand, is the the most pivotal part of this case is two things that that really. That really, in my opinion, even though I know a bunch of black people for some odd reason want him convicted, uh, which I personally don't care to an extent because I'm not a gun-toting individual, but I do believe like, hey, man, like I got people out here that own guns and they feel it's if I need. And I talked about this before, like there are certain places you live where you need to protect yourself. Man, matter of fact, you see that video of Bootsy getting charged up by that gay dude. Why that gay dude start backing up? Boosie, right. Boosie, 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 or the person who was with had that thing on him. No, that Boosie was with his son. Boosie had that thing on him. It's like you, you, you ain't talking no more. Because at that point, Boosie had a right to defend himself. You walking up on me while I'm with my child, and you coming at me in this violent manner. I'm gonna show you I got this thing on me. 
And if you do some dumb shit and you get shot, I'm gonna get another murder charge. You got the right one. You keep telling me that you're gonna assault me. Didn't even say I was gonna fuck you. He said some weird shit like that. He said he said he said some 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 homoerotic shit like that. I was like, he just this man just threatened to rape me. I should be able to defend myself. That, and this is what it comes down to. That's all it comes and it's down kinda, to. And it's kind of like, oh, well, how serious was this person? How how imminent and danger did you feel? And I said this back when, when George Floyd and everything happened. And I was like, my sister's a police officer. I want her to come home every single day. For sure. So if so, she needs to do what she needs to do to come home every day. I'm okay with it. Hey, look, I'm going to make this shit clear. As far as self-defense goes... I, y'all, they really ain't got no case. The the dude, the dude on the stand. When you see that picture of the, of the prosecutor with his head on his the face palming, that is the moment where the where the, where the dude that is bi, now bicepless, he basically said, "I ran up on him with a gun." That's basically what he said. He like, "I ran up on him with a gun." I, that's that's the truth. It's right that's there. That's cut and dry. The next thing that's very crucial is why he was there. And the, the people tried to screw him over. They, and they tried to play semantics. Obviously, Kenosha was going through a serious riding situation and shit was burning and shit was going down in Kenosha. I ain't never heard of Kenosha before 2020, but whatever. I'm saying this shit like I've been there. But <laughs> in Kenosha, shit was going down. As shit was going down in Kenosha, one of the places that Rittenhouse was familiar with pretty much put out that if you can come help us protect our property, we would really appreciate it. We need to help. So volunteers did come because obviously at that time we were dealing with COVID. So uh, what, what we've been dealing with for a long time now, staff shortages, right? We were dealing yep. with a lot of staff shortages and a lot of people was overwhelmed and a lot of people didn't want to get out of the house because of COVID. When the people was brought on the stand to talk about how they needed help, they was like, ah, uh, we didn't, we, we, we said that we, 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 uh, we wanted help, but we didn't necessarily need help. It was some fly shit like that. And that's really the only reason why we here because high key if they'd have just came out and said, yeah, we said we needed help. We can use volunteers to come through and protect our shit. This case would have definitely been closed. I mean, they already pushing for a mistrial now because, like I said, I think the prosecutor is trying to purposely get it, have a mistrial because they they, they fucked up. They, they really no, fucked up. No, they definitely fucked up. They fucked up. Like, and, like, once again, like, everybody always trying to make things about race. And the shit funny to me because... I know you've seen that funeral director shit. The funeral yeah, yeah director I've seen that too. He need his ass beat. He <laughs> need his ass beat. He need to be maimed. If you maim him, he ain't gonna do that shit no more. Because <laughs> he don't come with that. He, exactly. Look, man. You purposely preyed on your own people because you know your own people ain't got money like that. You did this shit on purpose. And now you screaming. They, they trying to attack you because of race. Knowing you exploited these people because they were black or Mexican and poor. You know for a fact that the funeral industry is a booming industry, especially with so many people going to these GoFundMe pages to get money. You meeting these people on some shady shit, getting money in the middle of the night, and you basically just 
you doing a funeral because you probably got some underhand shit that you probably got with a funeral home. And then when it's time to actually find a plot or to cremate a body, you just dumping them in the warehouse building for them hoes to rot. He deserves jail and hell. Bottom line. That's cut and dry. But people ain't going to talk about that because for some reason, our people hate accountability. Like, I don't know what it is with that shit, but I respect people that don't mind being like, I fucked up. I fucked up. Go ahead, Jay. But it, no, no, just just like you said, our people hate um, accountability because it's like, you know, black men stop killing black men and, 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 you know, protect black women when black women whooping each other. And it's kind of like, you know, we don't get into an uproar until it's somebody else. We don't get into an uproar when it's our own people. Because that takes some accountability. Hey, like I said, we we didn't have many rappers in the past five years. Rappers in this generation dropping like flies. I feel like rappers in, in, in our generation is probably going to jail a lot. But these niggas dropping like flies and going to jail. And like, come on, man, like they killing themselves. They, they, they getting killed. They going to jail. Like. They just everything, you know, they just everything negative, everything bad. And I'm just sitting here like, if you really want to get down to it, that's a black problem. And I remember when when some of the when two of the most prominent black figures that passed in the last two or three years, shit, as far as I'm concerned, BLM either stayed silent or tried to bash these men. One, they start trying to call Kobe a rapist again. And then on Nipsey, they start talking about he was homophobic. I'm like, this ain't the time or the place for that shit. But that's what y'all choose to do, and this what y'all choose to align yourselves with. That's why I be hot, cause like I said, I feel like as a whole, it's just something that is plaguing the mental capacity of the black community, the black community, and it's scary to me, dog. Like we got a real problem, and y'all talk about this white kid in Kenosha that killed basically some some, some two Jewish Antifa dudes. What they got to do with us? He, as far as he, he didn't harm anybody black. And as far as I'm concerned, I don't think he would. I, I honestly feel that even if it was a black business, he would have been out there like, "Hey, I got y'all." Because I mean, he was out there trying to be. A, he was out there trying to be a white knight, a vigilante to them. But shit, as far as I'm concerned, shit, somebody breaking into my shit and Batman come through and help me out. I ain't doing no trip. <laughs> they call him a vigilante. I ain't doing no trip. You ain't messed up about it at all. No, nigga say he saved me from getting robbed. Good looking out. Say, I appreciate that, bro. Bruce come through with, with the batarang. I ain't doing no tripping. Yeah, y'all the ones talking about defund the police and do all this stuff. We should be supervising our own communities and blah blah blah. Shit, that's that's what he did. And that's a community that's a community that he connected to. Like and, and when you look at the facts, you can't deny that he was connected to that community. Like, just think about it. If he has no, if he had no familiar, like he wasn't familiar with that community at all, would he really put his life on the line for that community? I don't think anybody that much of a vigilante. You don't see, you don't see Bruce Wayne in Metropolis. What Bruce Wayne at? Nigga got them. That's where he ride. Nah, if he in Metropolis, he looking for trouble. He 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 gonna get his ass beat. <laughs> he gonna get his ass beat. He looking for trouble and not in a good way. Not in a good way. He better come with a plenty kryptonite because he gonna die. <laughs> he gonna die. But I, I, I just seen Superman do some vicious shit, man. And it's, he really hold back when it come to Batman because he got a lot of respect for Batman, but he be wanting to snap his neck, boy. 
And he you could that, new, new, that new injustice. Boy, that shit had me laughing, dog. I love that movie. <laughs> that is, hey, dog, Bruce be asking for it. Wonder Woman can snap his neck. But at the end of the day, when you when you talk to Bruce and you really sit there and listen to Bruce, he's reasonable. You get what he's saying. I, I, yeah, he was right. That injustice, it may have went, I know it didn't go over your head. It may have went over a lot of people's head, but injustice was a, a direct parallel of what is going on in society today. You have authoritarians trying to dictate how you live your life. Superman felt, yeah, Superman felt that the jokers of the world need to be erased and we need to stop the jokers of the world before they become the jokers. But that's not how life's supposed to be lived. What are you telling Bruce? You didn't had him had how many times to kill him? And you didn't just kill him? You kept trying to reform him? No, I got this, son. Batman is not just jury and executioner. He's not. Once you, once you allow your, governance to be, your government to be that, that's a problem. That's why even with this Rittenhouse situation, for the most part, if Kenosha was to get burned to the ground, I would blame the media and social media because y'all don't know half the fucking story, don't know half the situation. Y'all really don't give a fuck about the city of Kenosha. Y'all just being nosy. (laughs) (laughs) Y'all just being nosy. Yeah, I'm playing this up. Before last year, couldn't tell you where Kenosha was at. Man, it's it's some people that didn't even, that don't even know why Rittenhouse was even there. People forgot about the Jacob Blake situation. People 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 don't even like yeah. Like I said, bread and circus, bro. And personally, for me, if he get found guilty, hopefully he's found guilty on the charges that are reasonable to be found guilty on. But as far as self defense, I think it's bullshit if he if he found guilty on self defense. And you can't hit me with that. Well, he should have been there. Well, let me give you an example. <laughs> you might not need to be at the motherfucking club, but guess what? <laughs> that's, and that's, that's my thing. Wait, I shouldn't have been. You mean to tell me I can't go where I want to in this country? I hey. wasn't trespassing. That, that, that's the thing. It's like, and then, you know, when Texas did the whole open carry, people like to walk in the Walmart with their AR-15s and stuff like that, too, until they put a sign up saying, you know, hey, you can't come in here. This is the whole ordinance. You know, weapons are prohibited. But before then, yeah, people thought that shit was cool. But how much how much harm has happened since we've done the open carry, as far as you know? With, with that law. More than the regular. Exactly. I mean, stupid people with guns are going to do stupid things with guns. No, no big carry in, in some instances has been proven beneficial. Like I said, Boosie probably could have got stole off on that day. His, his kid could have probably got hurt that day. But guess what? He had that blicky on him. Look, and it, you run up on me like that, you probably gonna get pistol whipped today. And, and 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 just for the last time, like I said, stupid people with guns do stupid things with guns. We don't even know if Young Dolph was the target. We don't know what anything about that situation. I mean, I know he, I know he had enemies out there, but the fact of the matter is, somebody just wanted to come shoot up some shit for the most part. You know, obviously they probably was, they was probably targeting him. But I'm just saying, like, 
the stupid niggas with guns that that that's how they want to handle their beefs is shoot shooting niggas up. But at the end of the day, like if you actually got a problem with this man, jump out the car and square up. Cause clearly you he wasn't out there on no beef. You lose some. Middle fight. My man was just trying to get him some butter cookies. Hey man, that probably was a good ass investment too, man. I, I seen he had a little video up as promoting it, man. But uh, I hope they don't bombard that place, man. Cause I know social media finna have that shit all over, going viral. Cause I mean, he 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 pointed at the place and was like, "Yeah, this is like basically like this the spot, man." I'm pretty sure they'd appreciate the money, but it, it but if I'm not mistaken, the marathon clothing store is closed now, right? I think it, that's what yeah, J Mark said. I think it's permanently closed. Yeah, I, I think I think it's permanently. I think closed. the only merchandise you can get is 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 online now. I think they couldn't keep up with the demand. I, I think it just it just got overwhelming. You know. It probably was never. It probably without without Nipsey's finances, it probably couldn't get that true nationwide distribution that it should have gotten. But that's one thing being online, being able to secure orders and take your time with them. But you just got people coming into your store, just grabbing everything off the shelf. That probably gets tough, and it probably didn't permanently close for a bad reason. It probably just had to go digital, based off the fact that it is it is in a city where. The COVID mandates is pretty fucking strict, so. And then you probably want to memorialize that 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 place too. Yeah, yeah, for as much as possible, man. But like I said, man, I don't want to be on this motherfucker rambling, man. But like I said, old buddy, man, Shantae Harden, man, that funeral director, he could burn in hell. He could burn in hell along with that that professor at Old Dominion on some minor attractive person shit, man. He they need a wood chip for his ass. Actually, I I mean, I was actually confused about this situation because. They were saying that that was a woman. I just, I couldn't tell. I thought it was a woman, too. They just, said it was. Just, just based off of that, the, the way, like, it was a very flamboyant, over-the-top male look. And it's like, yeah, this is a woman. Yeah, we'll talk about that another time. Because I, ha- I have, I've, I've been having my theories on that, but right, that, that mentality right there feels like some recruitment type of shit, some grooming type of shit. And a lot of people have always felt that that was some weird shit that was going on in that community. So, but anyway, I, I, I feel like if I were to have a conversation with that person and be like, "Nah, I'm straight," and they would they would they would question me instead of supporting me. Just oh yeah, definitely. Like how they how they wouldn't want to be questioned; they'd want to be supported. But they would want to try to convince me, like you said, on some recruiting. Like, well, how do you know? You ever tried some gay shit? Like, I don't have Whoa. to try to know. I don't have to try to know. I just know. <laughs> I, I prefer not to know. I'm good. I'm good. I have, I, have, I, I have a heterosexual preference. Yeah, just slice that American pie. Hey, man. Say, man. Put some cheese on top of it if you're from Wisconsin. I don't know. I still don't know how that works. Apple pie with cheese on it. Ask the people <sighs> in Kenosha. They probably know. Look, man, y'all already know who you're talking to, man, or you know who you're listening to. I'm I'm Welly F. That is tracksuit Javito. He he is he is Queen City's finest, but he will be on a mission soon. He will be on a mission soon. Good lord, I gotta cut all that. <laughs> you don't Hey man, say man. Yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. I ain't got to let, 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 let me do that again, man. I'm going to live. That's tracksuit incognito, Javito. And uh, 
If you listen to No SoundCloud, leave a comment. If you got beef, bring it to the barbecue. Um, if you <laughs> if you're on Spotify, we'll know what you do there. But whatever it is you do there, go and do that. Uh, make sure you hit the purple icon on your on your uh, on your Apple phone. That's the podcast thing. Search No Boundaries Podcast, and we should pop up. If you're on an Android phone and you choose to listen to us on Google Play, go for Good it. Luck. <laughs> yeah, go for it. Uh, got any words of advice, Mix? I ain't got no words of advice on. Uh, I think I talked too much this episode. I mean, just to summarize everything that we talked about and, and the majority of things that we talked about, um, I would say words of advice are simply don't be afraid to lose control. Shout out to Russ, man. That's one of my favorite Russ songs. Lose control. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. You think we need to talk about Travis Scott at some point or we just, just let that go? I ain't really got much to say about it. Let's, let's knock it out real quick then, because I don't have much to say. I just think it's fucked up that it's like, oh, well, I'm taking Travis off this song. I'm taking Travis off this song. And it's like... People saying it? Oh, it's happening. Huh? I'm taking I know about Travis that. off of songs. They, I'm, I'm surprised they haven't tried to pull um, any kind of endorsements yet. In any kind of endorsement deals he have, because I, I, and I was and when they started bringing that up with Aaron Rodgers, I was like, y'all really gonna try to do that? But it's like, you know, Nike was like, all right, we're just gonna delay the release of this shoe. The shoe is still coming because that's a big ass check for us. But right now we're just cooling. But it's like, oh, I'm taking Travis off this song. What did Travis do? Like, what is he personally accountable for? Because I have nothing. Couple years I don't ago. feel like I don't feel like he's personally accountable for every one of those hundred thousand people that were there. If I'm not mistaken, a couple of years ago in Las Vegas, Nevada, there was a concert going on, and the dude decided to pull out his sniper gun and, and off some people. I don't believe that band was ever prosecuted or held accountable for a sniper coming to shoot shit up. So I'm really fucking confused. I, I'm confused. I don't. I, I don't. I just know all I saw was seven hundred fifty million dollar lawsuits, and I'm like, these are the same people that are probably trying to sue Deshaun Watson, and probably the same lawyers, piece of shit lawyers in Harris County. Look, man, chasing ambulances, basically. And I see, and honestly, on Instagram, I've seen two or three sponsor posts that popped up on my page on some. Were you were you basically victimized <laughs> by Regina George type shit? Look, only thing I can say is in the future, Travis, I know you're not listening, but you might want to do a, a 18 and up show and make sure that it's strictly 18 and up. You might want to remove the the festival aspect of it because I don't believe uh-huh. that. Houston is built for that type of thing. I've always said that, and that's been the case since Trey Day. For people that are are familiar with with Trey the True, um, I, I just don't think that we have that type of atmosphere out here because the city isn't. This is not Austin. This is not Denver. Like it's just we, there's we not a lot of peace and love out here. It, it isn't, man. It isn't. This is there's a lot of there's a lot of negative vibes out here. It's a lot of negative energy out here. It's a lot of hype beached out here. It's a big city. It's a major city, and it's a melting pot, unfortunately, for a lot of people that don't understand the city, and they just out here 
once again on some hype beast shit. We got a lot of California people out here. We got a lot of people coming in from all sorts of places that are just trying to jump on the bandwagon because they're like, oh, they're here in Houston is where it's at. And they bring in a bullshit mentality and a bullshit culture to our city. And it's just this city has been through a lot, especially since Katrina, the uh, you know, evacuees of Katrina came through. And I mean, even then, like we we got adjusted to them. But it's a lot of shit going on out here. And I just I think that it's just best that he just goes to his his regular type of venues. Just do it. You know, just I know he could bring out that type of crowd. But like I said. We don't have those type of people. I even think the OVO Fest. Does OVO Fest move or it's always in Toronto? It's always been in Toronto. Yes, yeah, I'm saying like some places are just built for that. And I mean, shit, who knows, man? Eventually some shit like that may happen in Toronto. Who, who knows? But unfortunately, Houston just ain't the spot for that. And I really all I got to say is I, I think it's fucked up what's happening to him. And I mean, I hope he bounces back because I, I think it's just social media just drags things on. And until some, until something more dramatic happens and people could remove their attention from it. And I hate to use this as an example, but like with young Dolph passing, you know, people's focus to go there for a little while, just like with the Henry Ruggs situation, it kind of was the Henry Ruggs situation was kind of overshadowed by Aaron Rodgers having COVID. It's just whatever, whatever the media tells y'all to do. We know that's what y'all brains are going to navigate to. So for, for, me, we know that that's going to happen with Travis eventually. Y'all not going to think about Travis. To, no to me, as long as he wasn't out here saying, hey, y'all should rush this stage. Y'all should jump off the balcony or y'all should do this. It's akin to the the, the January 6th Capitol riot. Like, you don't, you don't hold the president accountable because he didn't say, hey, we're going to go storm the Capitol and we're going to rush, rush in there. You know, you get you gotta hold people you gotta hold people accountable for their own thoughts. We don't do that no more. We that's don't. unfortunate. And that's one of the, that's one thing that's really dangerous about America is these frivolous lawsuits that we do have and the 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 whole ideal that you could damn near sue a person over anything. That really sucks about America in the law in the law system. But like you said, I mean, anybody that's reasonable and they know exactly what Donald Trump said and exactly what happened at the Capitol, they know deep down in their heart, all right, first of all, y'all need to stop memorializing this whole January 6th thing because it really was a joke. And really, like, these people should be, they should be held responsible for the dumb shit they chose to do. Obviously, old buddy uh, with the horns and the, the patriotic face, he got 41 months, which that's probably just a year because he probably going to get time served or whatever because of the, top, the amount of time oh, he's been oh. Oh yeah, yeah. You you can't uh, fit for Fed time. Man, I'm here. I hear all types of shit about this dude. I'm here. He's kind of connected. Ain't nobody watching him, bro. He probably in the house right now, listening to No Boundaries podcast. You Look, you man. think Bernie Madoff still locked up? And you think you think Epstein hung himself? And with that being said, this has been the No Boundaries podcast. Thank you for listening. But, ever since the dawn of civilization, people have craved for an understanding of the underlying order of the world. There ought to be something very special about the boundary conditions of the universe. And what can be more special than that there is no boundary?